0: Today's episode of JNR Basketball Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play your fantasy sports. Fantasy football, fantasy basketball, fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball, all available on Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy lets you draft your fantasy dream team in a matter of minutes. Sign up now with promo code JNR and we'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. Deposit 100, get 100 free. With the slick mobile app and user friendly website, you'll have no problem jumping in and drafting your squad. Underdog Fantasy with promo code JNR. Sign up today. Check out the podcast description for the link. Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. I'm John, joined by my co host, Ronnie. And let's us talk basketball, Ronnie. What has shocked you this season? What are you like? Really, that's happening? Because there's a couple of things that I want to talk about. So I'm just curious to what what your jaw dropping moments this season have been so far. Yeah,
1: there's a lot. I mean, there's been the the biggest thing I think was the Steve Nash thing going on. Um, a lot of things going on in Brooklyn. There's the the thing going on with a <laughs> yeah. We uh, could do a whole special on Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With uh, Kyrie Irving too and all of his stuff with ownership, man, it's just, of course, it's just nonstop over there.
0: Just drama, right? Absolutely. That's the way it is. My, uh, My biggest shock has been the Utah Jazz. You know, they went into rebuild mode, quote unquote, and they traded away, you know, their two star players. And here they are six and three and they're playing pretty good basketball. It's it's shocking to me that they've done this well so far this season um yeah when we both talked Sith. about it we
1: fifth overall
0: yeah they're third in the western conference um i don't think anyone expected them to be a playoff team but here they are sitting at the top of the western conference thus far and do you think they can keep it up is this just sort of new team over overachieving or or what
1: yeah, it's I'm I'm not sure yet. You know, I I don't think they can, but that's mainly because I don't, I haven't I don't know these players on the team. You know, and right,
0: but yeah. maybe <laughs>
1: they just happen to put together something that that works well together. So I, I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to watch a couple of their games.
0: Absolutely, the Spurs are also on this list. They're five and three. This was a team that their head coach was saying, "Don't bet on us to win the championship." <laughs> yeah, seventh. Uh, just blows my mind. They're they're just winning games. Yeah. Um.
1: It's weird. The go- Lakers
0: are one in five. I didn't expect that. I mean, maybe a slow start, but man, they they took a long time to win their first game. That yeah. was a shock to me.
1: Yeah. So it, it, for top ten list, so it goes: Bucks, Suns, Cavaliers, Blazers, Jazz, Pelicans, Spurs, Raptors, Hawks, and Celtics. Sorry. So it is weird to see the Jazz and the Spurs, you know, in the mix with these right. incredible right. teams. But yeah, and then we go when we go to the bottom ten. Geez, it's. You have the Warriors in there, the Brooklyn Nets in there, the Lakers, the Pistons. Who would expect the Pistons to be down there?
0: Most people, most people would. have.
1: <laughs> but it is weird. The seeing Warriors these, are three these, and five. Yeah, that's yeah. These really big teams down there at the bottom too.
0: Yeah, that's that's been the biggest shock to me this season. Um, some some things that haven't shocked me this season. Zion has missed time due to an injury. No no surprise there. <laughs> but you drafted him. Uh, I did he's back though he's back he's healthy ish and Uh-oh. he's playing basketball again, so you' gonna start catching watch up out there. everybody, but yeah it's 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 always weird because everyone comes in the season with these expectations of how it's gonna look, how it's gonna go, and I just feel like every year there's some surprises and mm-hmm. said so the Utah Jazz have been the biggest one for me, the Spurs probably the second um I haven't really looked at the Eastern Conference a whole lot. Let's see what's going on. The well, 76ers, we... we've talked about them a lot. Although they're on a winning streak now, right? They started off pretty pretty rough, mm-hmm. uh, but they're winning some games together. I think I think they're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, now that we got a couple of weeks out of the way, um, under our belt in the, in the, in the NBA, we're going to see everything kind of go back to normal and go to how we thought it was going to be for the most part. Um, I'm still questioning how the Lakers are going to end up, but I think the Nets are going right. to come back. The Warriors will come back. But um yeah, it just just need to let let time show you what's gonna happen, you know, and it'll it'll all be back to normal pretty soon,
0: I think. Whatever normal is, right? <laughs> <laughs> that could be anything for the Nets. Yeah.
1: You're gonna see these <laughs> these better teams start to to rise to the top. You yeah. Know? And the poorer teams, the teams that we thought were poor, start to fall down. Like the Yeah, it's it's a marathon,
0: well, right? Well the Cavaliers they kinda surprised the me. The Cavaliers to be good. No, no, yeah, no. So the I, I don't gonna think be good.
1: they're gonna drop. The Trailblazers, they they surprise me being fourth. I think they're gonna drop the Jazz. I think they're gonna drop. I don't know how the Spurs are. All up depends
0: there. on all depends on Damian Lillard. How much time is he gonna miss? Mm-hmm. Uh, although they're winning without him, right? The, they have two games coming up against the Suns. Um, that's gonna be a tough battle for them.
1: Yeah, I think it's a... I, I looked at the schedule and I think it's back to back games. Like um both. Yeah, the NBA's done that a lot this yeah. year.
0: It's weird.
1: And they're usually they There's... do that and they fly back to like the other city. You know they. When they do that when they, they don't play like back to back in the same city one night after the other. That's kind of No, weird.
0: no, it's it is but, weird. Yeah, they travel to the to the other location. But
1: do you remember we were talking about that, how they're talking about trying to reduce travel time, so maybe that's why they're maybe they're doing it this way instead of, you know, going from city to city like that.
0: Maybe. Maybe they're just making it suck for both teams <laughs> for having to do a back to back. But they play each other, so they both have traveled the same road to mm-hmm. uh to get there. So yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it either. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to do our news updates. That's coming up next. We're also going to talk about our picks of the weekend, our game of the weekend, our lock of the weekend, our underdog of the weekend. Uh, And then we're going to jump into fantasy basketball and we're going to talk about our top players this weekend, our sleeper pick of the weekend. And Ronnie, you're going to talk your deep sleepers for week four?
1: Yeah, you know what? I I changed it up a little bit. I didn't pick any I sleepers this week, but I added an, one extra player out of my, my five okay. that I picked. So to make up for the sleeper you, pick that I don't have, I have an extra player.
0: Okay, and then I have uh, noticed something odd about the Oklahoma City Thunder. If you follow me on Twitter, you've already gotten this information and could have already taken advantage of this in your fantasy league. But all that's coming up. Let's talk about news. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Steve Nash has left New York. He has been fired by the Brooklyn Nets, um, a lot quicker than I thought. I thought he yeah. would make it a little bit longer. We knew that there was problems when when Kevin Durant said, "Hey, I want this guy fired," and Nets ownership's like, "No, nah, we're not going to fire him." Um, I guess they changed their mind pretty quick. He's gone. He's out. I have to imagine he's feeling relieved with with all of that stuff going on.
1: Right. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I don't understand why they fired him so soon because I felt like he was a a decent coach. You know, I mean. Obviously, Durant said in the offseason that he wanted him and the GM fired, so maybe that kind of lit a fire under the GM's belt just to maybe get rid of Nash, the coach, as opposed to himself. <laughs> so I don't know. That's yeah. just kind of I, weird over there.
0: I don't think Steve Nash is a good head coach. What has he done? What has he shown you that, to show you that he's a good head coach?
1: I it's I guess you're right because it's hard to say that he's a good coach when he had such a good team underneath him. Right. Were they good when Kyrie Irving missed half the season because of the COVID shot? And did Steve Nash really have a fair chance to get this team anywhere after last season? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like he could have done better with a, a different team. I'd like to see him try again with a different team.
0: I I think Steve Nash is a fantastic player. I think he's a Hall of Fame player. But as a coach, all the games I watch at the Nets, he seems, he seems to get hot at times. You don't really need to get hot. To help your team out he seems too cool when when there's times where he needs to get hot and get on his guys um coming out of timeout some of the plays that get drawn up are just bad I just I just don't think he's a great head coach and I think he'd be great as an assistant specifically working with the point guards helping on vision passing drills stuff like that but I never felt like he was really knew what he was doing uh, yeah. holding onto the reins of a team
1: so you have a good plan maybe putting him at assistant coach because I do agree with you where he has that vision. You know, he could see things and he could pass information on to the players, but yeah, maybe when it comes to like being a head coach and drawing up plays, maybe there's somebody else better to do that job.
0: Yeah. It's tough too. Cause you see a lot of players come and be successful. Um, you know, Jason Kidd has had success, but then there's a lot of players that, that haven't. And, and I think, I think ultimately Steve Nash is going to end up in that category for better or worse. Um, but you know, you have, you have other players, player coaches coming to his defense, you know, Steve Kerr saying that, yeah, there's nobody that could have managed that dumpster fire of a situation. Right. Um, You know, Steve Nash was involved with the Warriors organization prior to, to taking this job. So it's not a shock that his, his former boss would be sticking up for him there. But I just, I don't know. I, every time I watched it, he just didn't seem like he was in control of that team. And didn't really know how to take the wheel and steer. That again, that's just the impression I got. Uh, if you're a Nets fan, if you watch more Nets games, I'd love to hear your opinion on Steve Nash. Reach out to us on Twitter or the JNR fan line. Check the podcast description for the number. Uh, but that's just kind of my take on Steve Nash. Now the 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 body is barely even cold, and they're already talking about his replacement, and that is disgraced Celtics head coach. Uh, I may you. Konda, uh, I don't have his name in front of me, so I'm going to say it. Adoku, <laughs> right? Uh, Adoku, there we go. Yeah. I made Adoku. Um, uh, he is, he is, I don't know if they've officially announced it, but it's, it's pretty much the worst kept secret in sports. He is going to be the next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And he, the Celtics are just letting him walk away for nothing. They're not requesting even like a fourth round pick or some, you know, BS compensation. They're just like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Go ahead, go, which is, is really, really weird to me. I, th- you know, you have a head coach that just took a team to the Eastern Conference Finals, got in trouble in the off season. You suspended him. If you're going to just let him go, why don't just fire him? Right? Maybe they don't have to pay him. If they fire him, they have to pay him. I don't know. I don't know all the nitty gritty contact details stuff. But you think, you know, if he's the guy and he is the best head coach available, let's let's not pretend that there's somebody else better out there on the job market. He mm-hmm. is the best one available. Um, I just am shocked that Boston let him go so so willingly.
1: What do you think about? Just choosing him out of—I I know you said there's not many good coaches out there, but what do you think about them choosing? They're going from Steve Nash, who's such a, a cool-headed guy, and you know he's—he's he's just a good guy, you know. And then they're picking Idoku for like they for this team that has all this drama. Like, why are they bringing in so much more drama on the some coaching side? Of things too, you know, like they're like, you know, we we need to take yeah. some attention off of Kyrie Irving, and put it back on the coaching staff. So let's bring this guy <laughs> in. He'll,
0: he'll I, take everything. I saw on Twitter someone joked that they're also, you know, Josh Primo, who is accused of uh, exposing himself to Spurs teammates yes. or Spurs employees. Uh, I, I, I saw as a joke that the Nets are also going to pick him up because why the hell not?
1: He'll be a perfect fit on that team.
0: Yes, yeah. just add to the dumpster fire. Throw some logs on it. Nightmare of a team. Pour I mean some more they're already one of the most unpopular teams in the NBA, let's let's do that. Let's bring Michael Vick in too. Why not? <laughs> um, let's do all of this sort of stuff. Yeah. So they. <laughs> yeah they're going to be they're going to be bad this year. I don't uh, I I think it, ultimately for Udoku I think it's a mistake to go here because you're going to be linked to these guys that underperform and and have these huge heads. You know, we talked about uh one of the things I wanted to cover on news was Kyrie with just a question mark. I mean, I feel like he just can't let a news cycle go before he has to do something stupid again. <laughs> um now with his anti-semitic tweets and it's just like, dude, at some point I mean, he's already cost himself millions of dollars by his stupidity uh, with contract extensions and whatnot. But at some point, big money sponsors are going to go to Adam Silver or they're going to go to the owner of the Nets and say, hey, we don't – you know, Barclays Center is what it's called. Barclays is going to say, we don't want our name associated with this guy anymore. So we're going to pull back our sponsorship. When that happens, the second that happens, you're going to see a huge boom shift in the way things are done because – they're going to be terrified of losing money because of some some dumb uh comments. So yeah, we Even, just need that to happen. I don't know who it's going to be. Somebody's got to be the first one to do it. But I think once you break that seal and somebody does it, a lot of other sponsors are going to are going to follow suit. So who's going to be brave and step up and do that? Uh, I hope it comes. I think I think Kyrie thinks he's smart. He's not.
1: And it seemed like the owner. Well, I don't know if he's the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, but Joe Tsai. He's like the face of it, I guess, a face of the ownership. But uh, yeah, he was seemed like he was trying to control everything, so that way they don't lose sponsorships over everything. So he, as soon as Kyrie tweeted that, you know, he he tweeted something to kind of try to control, try it. try to you know? yeah. yeah, put out the fire. Basically, he's just saying he wants to sit down and make sure Kyrie understands that this is hurtful to all of us. And so he's he tweeted that kind of you know. So I I think him and Kyrie are gonna take some time and figure things out, and then. The this week is, they're yeah, probably going to release some big statement over everything. So
0: yeah, yeah, nothing sticks to Kyrie's brain. It's as smooth as can, <laughs> smooth can be. Um, he's just an idiot. I I I hope this fire continues to burn uh, as far as bad performance on the court. Um, because I how can you root for them? I just how yeah. can you? Kevin Durant with all of his drama, Ben Simmons. You know, I guess I don't have anything personal against him other than you know demanding a trade out of, of Philadelphia big holdout for all of last year. Uh, and then Kyrie and, you know, Steve Nash. I know you're a huge Steve Nash fan. I'm a huge Steve Nash fan from his days in Phoenix. The way they kind of did him dirty as yeah. well, th- you know, despite me just saying he's not a good head coach, eight games into the season, you're not making that decision, right? You you right. kept him for a reason. Uh, at least give him a chance to fight through it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I love – there's some teams you just love to watch lose. <laughs> for me, it's the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to love watching them lose this season and – I I hope they lose every single game the rest of the way.
1: Yeah. It's tough because I I really appreciate the basketball talent that's on that team, but their opinions and everything else aside from basketball, I hate, you know, at least they have Simmons back there. I mean, he's, he's good for them, right?
0: Yeah, he's good. Big (laughs) shots. Wait, (laughs) uh, the 76ers are being penalized. They're going to lose a second round pick in 2023 and 2024 for free agent violations this offseason. We talked about this in an earlier episode where there was some speculation that they may have broken some rules uh, and then the NBA announced that they were officially going to investigate. It has nothing to do with James Harden. It just has to do with P.J. Tucker uh, and a couple other players. I don't have the, the article up in front of me, but basically they talked to them too soon before the free agent window began. It's a violation of the collective bargaining agreement and they're going to have to forfeit some picks as a result. Um uh, not a shock there. I think everyone kind of assumed that they broke the rule. They got caught. Now they got to pay the price. I haven't seen anything on the Knicks yet as far as Jalen Brunson because that was a rumor as well that they That's broke the ongoing. rules. That's still ongoing. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, the punishment fits the crime. If you can't do the crime – if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Uh, some other silly saying. Uh, not a big deal to me. You know, at the end of the day, you're trying to win a championship – A second round pick next year and two years from now doesn't help you today. They needed help today, so they broke the rules and got the help they needed. Hopefully, it's worth it for them. What do
1: you think this punishment Uh, is? Do you think it's going to do anything to the team? Because, I mean, second rounds, I don't don't think that's very important.
0: No. I mean, there's certainly, you can look through second round, the history of second round picks and find some good players that come out. But a lot of them are, are, you know, 11th guy, 10th guy, maybe. Uh, I don't think it's a big impact at all. Where it does hurt them is, you know, that those draft picks do add up, especially when you're trying to do a trade and you can throw that in for the, the money matching that's required by the NBA, right? Well, mm-hmm. here's a couple of second round picks. They're worth X millions of dollars. So now you can sign us this player. So that's the kind of right. stuff I think that that really, I think that hurts them more in that sense than actual players dra- being drafted says. Yeah,
1: and so I wanted to go over a couple of details too. So Tucker, he agreed to a three-year, $33.2 million deal. And right now he's averaging 5.4 points and 4.4 boards, and then the other person was house. he signed to an 8.5 million contract. He's only averaging 2.7 points, and he's only shooting 27.3 percent from from deep, it says. So how do you think the punishment would be if these are actually good players? you know because like, they're I feel like they're doing horrible. so what if what if they're actually like league leaders instead? Do you think the punishment yeah. would have been more harsh and maybe like first round picks instead or
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Okay. Is that pretty standard punishment for this type of thing?
0: I think so. I don't think you want to take away first round picks from a team because it just, it really, that really does hinder a team uh, more so than a second round pick. So I think, I think they get a lot of leeway when they make their decision and they'd have to do something really, really bad to lose a first round pick. Um, You know, you mentioned PJ Tucker, but he's not there for his offensive numbers, right? He's there for his defense um, and sort of veteran leadership. Yeah, so it's not super surprising to hear those numbers. And then, but in, yeah, you know, it is what it is.
1: In previous years, the Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat, Chicago Bulls—they've all been docked second-round picks in previous years too, as well. So you kind of look at those teams and how much success they had. I mean, so it's—I think it's definitely worth it for the 76ers to do this, anyways, because the Milwaukee Bucks won championships, Miami Heat won championships. Right. You know, Chicago Bulls—they did a calculated a long time ago, risk, so, right? So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how the 76ers handle it from here and let's see if they win a championship How like these past let's teams have. Let's see
0: if they do it. So Luka Doncic is off to a great start, not surprising anybody. Um, he has scored 30 plus points in each of his first six games. The last player to do this was Michael Jordan in 1986. Anytime you're being compared to Michael Jordan, that's a good thing. Um Yep. You know, newsflash: Luka Doncic is a good basketball player. <laughs> it's not really a surprise. Uh, yeah, he's fantastic. He scores a lot of points. He he does a lot of good things for teams. Uh, well, for his team specifically, but yeah, that's that's a great list to be on. He is probably the second most unstoppable player this year.
1: Yeah, he's ridiculous. In this in my head? year, right? He's you predicted him to win the MVP, and he's he's being compared to Michael he's Jordan. It. So it, that's he's kind of why I pointed out. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's uh, right. He's being talked about with uh, Marquise Johnson, Oscar Robinson, Wilt Chamberlain. All these guys have done the same thing. Uh, Chamberlain, he accomplished this feat twice. So, and then if if Luca actually averages thirty, right? If he has thirty-point games for twenty-four games straight, then he'll actually take the the crown uh, from Chamberlain because he he did it for twenty-four straight games, you know, to start a season. So,
0: that, oh, wow, so he probably he, won't he beat he that, but. <laughs> he played a game tonight. He scored thirty-three points. Today's uh what is the day? Wednesday? Wednesday, yep. November second. One, two. So he just hit seven games in a row. Yeah,
1: so that, um, that takes over Jordan then. Jordan missed it, he, I believe. I think he got twenty nine points that seventh or this seventh game, yeah. Ah, uh,
0: what a fool. Yes. What a fool Jordan is. <laughs> or was it him?
1: Um, Maybe it was somebody I don't else. Know I, I have to he, I I read the article before. I'm trying to go by memory.
0: Luca is leading the league in points, though, far this young season with 36.7 points per game. Uh, Giannis and Ja are right behind him with 33. Then you have Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell, your boy Shea, Gilius Alexander, yeah. all in 31-32 points. Damian Lillard, 31 points. Jason Tatum, 31. And Steph Curry at 30. So nice. those are the players scoring 30 or above so far this season. Um, no surprise, they have uh, good fantasy numbers as well. It's going to happen when you uh, score a lot of points. Gonna, oh, here we go. Here's where I mixed fantasy. it up.
1: I found it. So, Wilt Chamberlain went until the 24th game when he scored 29 points. So, it was him on the 24th game. So, oh, okay. he had 23 games with 30 points or more to start a season. So it's going to be tough,
0: but Luca is a very talented scorer. If, if anyone in the league could do it, you know, him, probably. I'm surprised Giannis hasn't done that. Let's see. Look at Giannis's numbers. Yeah, he only scored 21 in the first game.
1: Yeah, he's not the. He has those bad games sometimes. Remember, it's just not over 30. He still has. He'll make it up in other places, yeah. like with rebounds and things and blocks. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, Luca, he's on the team on his own, almost like he doesn't have much help. So he's trying to carry the team himself, right? and it's showing right. right there. You know, he's he's scoring everything for the for for his whole entire team. And yep, this could easily continue as long as he's healthy.
0: So a lot of injuries going on right now. Damian Lillard is still out. Um, DeAndre Ayton is still out. But some new ones to the list. Jimmy Butler did not play tonight. He was oh, a late really? scratch because of left hip tightness. That's bad to see. Oh, you tightness, know, that's Butler's... Okay. You're missing games this early in the season, though? Yeah, eh. I know. I have a few eh. players on
1: my, my fantasy team that are missing games. like yep. Ben Simmons, two games he's been out for. <laughs> Stupid.
0: Uh Victor Oladipo sticking with the heat also out tonight with an e injury. Um you know you mentioned your fantasy team. My my number 1 draft pick Joel Embiid missed tonight's game. Two games in a row now for illness. Yeah, he has been ill. He's down with a sickness. Um <laughs> I thought he came back for the game butt. before. I
1: thought he was out and then he came back and now he's out again. Or Am I wrong? I on that?
0: believe he's missed two games in a row. I don't have I can pull his numbers up. But yeah, he either way he he missed Wednesday. He missed Wednesday's game. Uh, because of that, like I said, Damian Lillard's still out. De'Aaron Fox missed the game yesterday. Yeah, he's um, my other one. Yeah, he's out as well. Uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through the list Yeah, I got here. a few.
1: I got Terry Razier. He's a point guard for Charlotte Hornets. He's actually probably going to come back pretty soon. So keep an eye on that because he, went, he goes with my fantasy pick for last week. So he uh, might take some time away from Dennis okay. Smith. And then Bruno Fernando, he's a center for the Houston Rockets. Uh, he got hurt, so he's going to be out for a while. It says, so maybe look at his replacement for centers. He was he's actually uh, ranked pretty high this year. He was doing really good for the Houston Rockets. Kawhi Leonard, uh, he's he's, I don't Aww. we don't know what's going to happen with him.
0: We never know. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: that's a weird one. Uh, Cole Anthony, the point guard for Orlando Magic, he hurt his oblique, so he's going to be out for a while. Robert Covington for the LA Clippers. Uh he was a decent player, but uh right now he's sick. So uh, yeah, just keep an eye on that because I uh, don't know, because it's Clippers, you know. <laughs> we we went over Ayton, you know, his his he has that ankle injury. He was actually looking good in pre game warm up, so he could be back. Yeah, he's coming back soon. Day. So yeah, make yep. make sure that anyone that picked up Biombo, uh maybe so consider that, you know, just just remember that. <laughs> And LaMelo Ball, we're still waiting on that. This this is a weird one, too, because it keeps saying that he's ruled out for every game, you know. But I feel like he's going to return. I feel like they keep testing him, like, every game, saying, are, are you ready to come back? But I feel like he could come back any yeah. day, any any game. So keep an eye on him.
0: Uh, Devin Vessel from the San Antonio Spurs, also out with a knee injury. He did not play in Wednesday's game versus the Raptors. Um I don't expect him to miss a lot of time. He's been doing great this fantasy year as well. So, you know, getting the best player on the bad team sometimes works out really, really well. And Devin Vessel has been that guy. Vassal, I'm sorry. He's been that guy for the Spurs this year. So don't let him out of your sight. Yeah. Make sure you get him back in your roster. Uh, that's all I had for injuries. I'm trying to see if we missed anybody. I mean, there's a lot of guys injured, but most of the names are just, you know. Uh, Brandon Ingram is still out. I believe he did not travel with the team. Yeah. He's um, at the end of his concussion, believe. I
1: think, you know, cause yeah,
0: I believe so. I mean, I he's, he's been be out for over a week.
1: Soon. Yeah. And I've, I've just never dealt with basketball players being in concussions before. I don't know how long they usually stay out. So with football players, it's a week and then they're yeah. back the next week.
0: So, but maybe, it's like, maybe not even yeah. two
1: weeks total. So is it the same with basketball players? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously it's at least in this case, it's been a little bit longer than that. So, yeah,
1: but Zion's coming back, no, so you have Zion. Zion to is back. back. Yeah, he's back. So yeah, they'll be at full strength again. That'll be exciting to see.
0: Yeah, will be. Speaking of exciting, let's do our our picks of the weekend. So we're going to pick our game of the weekend, the game that you are most excited about, why you're excited about it. We're going to pick our lock of the week, our underdog of the week, and let's just jump right into it. Sure. I will start with the game of the weekend. The game of the weekend I picked is the Mavericks versus the Raptors on Friday. Okay, uh, I I haven't seen Luca play a full game this year. I want to see I want to see him chase history potentially, right? With yeah. this thirty point thing, uh, I'm excited to see that Pascal Siakam. <laughs> you always nope. screw it up, Siakam. Siakam, quit looking Pascal's... at his name
1: and just remember Siakam. I know <laughs> si-
0: Siakam. He. Um, he was le- he's was he been left out of early MVP talks, which it's way too early to be talking MVP, by the way. Uh, but he's, he's been putting up solid numbers all year, all his career, really. So I want to see these two teams face off. When you look at what the Raptors have done this year, they've won some games in a big way. Uh, you know, They played the Heat back-to-back nights. They split. They played the 76ers back-to-back nights. They split. They destroyed the Hawks. They destroyed the Spurs um close game with the Cavs, close game with the nets you know they split those as well so they're hanging with the big teams obviously they're going to be playoff bound i think that's a given barring any injuries or anything like that but they they could put up buckets i mean the last two games 143 and 139 points scored that's insane yeah so i want to watch this offensive explosion you know I haven't looked at the over-under for this game. I would guess 300. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be potentially huge. So I'm excited to see that. Now that I've said that, it's probably going to be like 73 to 82 or something stupid. Right. But uh I'm excited to see sort of this bonanza of points between these two high-scoring teams. So that is my game of the weekend. It is on Friday. And uh Ronnie, who do you got?
1: Well, I'm going over Siakam's thing, his stats. That's interesting. I, I never really looked at his stat, looked at his stats this year, but um, he has a couple of triple doubles. So yeah, that's awesome. Like that, the one game against Brooklyn, he had 37 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. That's awesome. The last game, November second against San Antonio Spurs, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. So yeah, he's doing it all. That's great,
0: great job, Siakam. Absolutely. Yep, he is. I, uh, yeah, I think uh, one of his his big guys, yes, Fred Van Fleet is injured so he's picking up some of that extra slack
1: yeah i had no idea he was that good that's really good but my game of the week i went with you will probably not probably won't be a surprise but i went with the pelicans again but they're going to be at full strength and they're playing against the warriors so i am curious to see how the warriors kind of like can they come out of this hole they're three and five the pelicans are four and two they lost a couple of games you know without their their main guys ingram and zion so hopefully Ingram will be back. This is a November 4th game, so we have two more days to see if Ingram will be back for this one. But yeah, that's I'm excited to see both of these teams at full strength that play against each other. Pre- previous year's champion versus who I think is going to be champion this year, the Pelicans.
0: Right. Yeah, no, That's a, that should be an exciting game. The, the Warriors have really struggled. A game like this can either do one of two things, right? It can get you right on the track. Okay, we beat a tough team. We beat a playoff team. We still got this. We're still the best. Or it could see like, man, we lost this game. What is going on here? We we got some some funk here, right. uh, and and try to get it figured out. So yeah, this could be. I don't want to say a make or break game for the Warriors because that's ridiculous. It's so early in the yeah, season. I kind of like it, when
1: people use that term so early in the season.
0: Too. I know it's so stupid. This is a must win game. No, it's <laughs> yeah. not. Or, yeah, it even when matter. it's like towards
1: the end of the season, you know when there's it's like the second playoff is this a must win game for to win the yeah. playoff series well, no you have seven it's games so.
0: <laughs> yeah no so i definitely don't want to say that but it is it is kind of a reality check for the warriors um and they've got a few of them this year this is this is another good test this is a game they should win i would say the pelicans are good but the warriors you know you, hey we're the defending champs we should win every game mm-hmm. and um This will be this will be a good litmus test for them as well as for the Pelicans if they're at full strength and they beat the Warriors, they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'll be watching that one. Or if I don't watch it live, I'm definitely gonna watch the the um, replay. Watch the replay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So who did you pick as your lock of the week? So our lock of the week, lock of the weekend, I should say, is the team that they're gonna win. Period. Don't worry about it. Um, Yeah, they're, they're, they're 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 a better team.
1: This was a tough one because uh, the matchups kind of seem pretty even to me. I couldn't find so any... <laughs> even, yeah. I struggled with this. Yeah, I couldn't find anyone that was just like this. this one's going to definitely win. I did come across one on November fifth though. It's going to be Rockets versus Timberwolves. I think the, that's my luck because the Rockets look horrible. They're one in seven. The Wolves, they're yeah, they're four and four, so they're not looking too good. But I, after thinking about it, I was like, you know what? Sometimes when you have new players, you know, it takes a little bit of time, you know, so I think now that the Wolves have eight games under their belt, they're going to destroy the Rockets, you know, they're, they know each other okay. now, so, and the Rockets aren't that good, so yeah, that, that's my underdog pick, or, I'm sorry, that's my the No, no, no no, no. no, no, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I struggled with this as well, I looked at that game, I just didn't trust the Timberwolves, uh, right. I mean, it's, it's so, it's so tough, they they've had games where they look great, and then they've had games where they look very very poor. And exactly. I think you're absolutely right. It's a new team, new places. They're trying to get it all figured out, but that to me seemed like a little bit of a trap. Um, I didn't pick the Rockets as my underdog pick of the week, but I I, I stayed away from that game because I was a little unsure. And I ended up picking on um, Saturday. We have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, mm-hmm. with that hey, being that said, one. that's a lock. I did pick that one. The Bucks <laughs> are my lock. Uh, the Bucks haven't lost the game this season. The Bucks are are I mean Giannis is unstoppable. Oklahoma City Thunder is certainly capable of beating the Milwaukee Bucks. I just don't think they're going to do it yet.
1: Any, I don't think they're there yet. Any other reason to pick this game? Because I saw that one too, and I, I, I saw you know yeah the Bucks are undefeated, but ugh, I don't I yeah I, I, what, I don't, is there something what, I'm missing? What did
0: it for me? Yeah, no, I mean maybe. Have you watched any Giannis highlights this year? Yes, uh, he's ridiculous. Yeah, that's I. I watched a, a highlight clip of Giannis so far this year, and it's just like this dude is this dude is literally unguardable. He is unstoppable. He's so strong. He's so fast. He's so accurate. He is right now the best player in the NBA in my mind. I just don't know how you can stop that, especially when they're clicking on all cylinders like they are right now. Um. So that was the ultimate reason is I watched a highlight reel of Giannis and said, they're going to win. So I picked them. <laughs> but yeah,
1: I mean, Oklahoma City, they look really good. Okay, here's...
0: I know. This is a little, I know. It's I, tough.
1: I love that we, we didn't talk about these picks before the podcast either. So I, I love that you picked that team because both teams that we picked play the night before against each other. The Milwaukee Bucks play oh, the Wolves yeah. the night before. Okay. So they're, oh, then funny. they're then they're going to play against each, you know the Thunder and the Rockets the next day. So
0: that's our lock. We're going to we pick those teams. Ugh. That's our lock on a the second game on a back to back. Yeah, that's not smart. But well, I'm going to drop another one. <laughs> lock it up. Uh, underdog of the week. Who'd you take, Ronnie?
1: Uh, who was my underdog? Let me pull it up real quick. I think it was Lakers. Yes. So I got on November fourth. I'm going with Lakers against the jazz. <laughs> this is a huge underdog, I think, but Lakers finally got their first win of the season, you know that you probably saw them celebrating with the coach. um they've had some days off together, so I feel like maybe this could be the turning point now they get out a win um Westbrook looks really good coming off the bench for them, so i I feel like maybe they've stumbled upon something that works for them. They're gonna build on it, and they're gonna beat the jazz, and they're gonna surprise everybody because. It's the Jazz, and they weren't supposed to be good in the first place.
0: <laughs> Here's something that's crazy to me. The Lakers are 1-5 as of today. They've played six games. The Utah, the Utah Jazz are 6-3. and three. They've played nine games. The season's pretty young. Why is there such a disparity in number of games played?
1: Right. I don't understand how that works. Maybe because the, there's some concerts going on in their stadiums. Is, is, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, like scheduling conflicts? I mean, Taylor
0: Swift did just announce her touring schedule. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, who knows?
1: Yeah, I found that interesting too.
0: All right, so you taking the Lakers over the Utah Jazz. Yeah, how do you feel I about my I, don't, I I don't know if they've released the lines. I would say that one's going to be pretty close. Really? Would be my guess. Okay. So we'll have to, I mean, for the reasons that you said, is it in Utah or is it in L.A.?
1: It's in L.A. That's another reason I went with it too.
0: Yeah. We'll have to see what the lines are when they come out. Uh, is this game on Friday, Saturday? They probably uh, haven't November released the 4th. lines for this yet. Yeah. Okay, so Friday. so Friday. Yeah. So we'll have to take a look at what the lines are to see if it to see if it qualifies as an underdog. Um, It doesn't have to be a huge underdog, right? It just has to be a little. Yeah. One. And that's this, I kind of
1: going to be close. That's why I picked that one, too, because I feel like I could explain it being the underdog because it's a six and two team going against a one and five team. But I mean, it's a Lakers, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like yeah, I'm, I'm so, maybe trying to cheat the system a little bit because I'm trying to. I'm I'm down one game on this one. You you beat me on the other one, you know, so yeah. I'm trying to catch up. Well, when so. it's
0: all said and done, when when they release the lines, we'll look and we'll look at three different sources. And as long as two of the three show the Lakers as the underdog, it will be valid. I will allow it to go through. <laughs> okay. What if it um, doesn't? I, what if it doesn't? Well, then you're disqualified, what, Ronnie.
1: What if the Utah Jazz are like a one and a half point favorite? Can I still use it?
0: As long as they're a favorite, yeah. As long as Utah is the favorite... And LA is the underdog. Yeah, yeah, you can. Still I'm do sorry. That. What if the Lakers have to be... are have point favorite then? Oh no, you can't use it then. Okay. That's the, that's the whole if they're the if they're the favorite then they're not the underdog <laughs> and you can't pick them as your underdog of the week.
1: All right. Well, my backup pick was the Bucks for Timberwolves. Timberwolves too for the the Wolves to beat the Bucks. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's my okay. backup pick. All right. That's your backup. I like it. Yep. We'll look at the lines and see. Uh, my underdog is almost as bad as yours, as far as you could probably make a, a case that's not really an underdog. I picked the Spurs over the Clippers on Friday. Oh, okay. Let me pull up the old schedule here. No, I'll allow it. So the Clippers are 4-4. Four and four, The Spurs are 5-3. and three. So the Clippers actually have a worse record than the Spurs. But similar to your logic here, I still think that they're going to be considered the favorite. The, the, the Clippers are going to be considered the favorite. So, again, we'll check the lines. If it's wrong, it's wrong, and I'll be disqualified. But <laughs> yeah. I think... The Clippers are going to be considered favorites, especially if Kawhi's back in the lineup. So, uh, but I do think that's a very winnable game for the Spurs. We'll see. Maybe Ronnie and I both flubbed up our underdogs this week.
1: So, do you have a because backup one? The NBA one is so. If I'm, I'm
0: looking desperately okay. for a backup one. So let me let yeah. me look at the schedule well, a little bit closer here.
1: So the only difference is that like if I picked Utah, then we'd be in kind of like the same boat, you know, because Utah has a better record than right. like the Spurs do. Right. But I picked the one with the worst records and with only one win, by the way. And you picked a team with five wins <laughs> compared to the three <laughs> right. I know. So yeah, it's I don't, weird. but... I don't re- I, it, yeah, it doesn't really seem like an underdog right now in this part of the season. But the Spurs. But were like I said, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let
0: the yes, we'll let the game lines on game day ultimately decide if it's a valid underdog or not. My backup would be just because. I'll stick with the Spurs over the Nuggets on Saturday. That's definitely okay. uh, an underdog pick.
1: Okay, got it. All right, so we'll if I, depending I, on how I the betting lines think, go, then we'll yeah. move it to our backups.
0: I do think the Spurs will be an underdog against the Clippers, um, but we'll see. Who yeah. knows?
1: That makes sense, just for betting reasons. You know, I mean, it seems like when there's a big crowd to bet on a LA teams, you know, they they're typically the favorite team. You know, so yeah, just to get people to bet on their LA team, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree. So those are our lock of the weeks, our sleeper, oh oh my gosh, lock of the week, our underdog of the week, our game of the weekend. Uh, We're looking forward to watching that. What game are you looking forward to watching this weekend? Shoot us a message on Twitter or on the JNR Van line and let us know, and uh, let us know why you're picking that game. So let's talk about fantasy basketball. Ronnie, we're back. Our crazy league commissioner... With his weird rules, have finally relented and we're back to normal fantasy basketball. Yes how how are you doing? How's your matchup this week? I'm not doing very
1: good. So I just I have the injuries of Fox going on right now, and um, who's my other one that I have injuries up for? I forget. There's another player, but Fox is my big one because he was pulling me. He was giving me like 40 points every game. Let me pull up my my team. But uh, yeah, how's your team going?
0: My team's doing okay. You know, I have Joel Embiid who's missed a couple games. I'm still projected to win. Um, I feel bad for my wife, who has probably the worst injury bug in the league currently. Yeah. She has uh, Damian Lillard, Brandon Ingram, and DeAndre Ayton all out on injuries. That's tough. I think that's three of her top four picks. Yeah. So it's hard my- to come back from that. So she's hoping. She's hoping. Yeah. I helped her out with uh with a couple of pickups. That delivered really well, so I'm kind of bummed and excited at the same time. But she's she's projected to lose by like 300 points.
1: Well, yeah, I mean when your when your best players aren't playing and they're giving you zeros, yeah, you're gonna lose no matter what.
0: Right, but and that's, that's what I said is you know one of those guys, two of those guys come back. They're not long term injuries. Yeah, uh, you should be okay.
1: And that's why I set it up like this too. I wanted people to be careful about picking players that were you know made of glass that are that don't play any games because they're injured all the time, right. like Zion and stuff like that. So, but it's hurting me, too. So I have Fox, and the other guy was Simmons. Simmons has been out for a couple of games, and I, yeah, it was just kind of came I mean, out of nowhere. It's just,
0: I don't know. Are you sure he's out, or is he just getting zero points?
1: No, he's, he's been out. <laughs> so he was out on the 31st and the 1st. I thought maybe they were just giving him a rest day for the back-to-back game, but nope. They sat him okay. out both days, and it has something to do with uh, his knee. So right now he's a game-time decision, so we'll see if he... Gets me any points, but you know he's he's going decent points for me. He he had twenty nine points last game, twenty four the game before, so it was just frustrating that all of a sudden after those he was he like he was stepping up, you know, he was like becoming the player that I thought he could be, and then he's out two games, so yeah,
0: frustrating. And then he's out, yeah. Oh, I get it, I get it. It's frustrating as fantasy well. Fantasy woes. Um, you know? So let's what we do here in fantasy is we pick our player of the weekend, which player we think is going to have the best game of the weekend most fantasy points scored and we also pick our breakout player of the weekend this is a player that isn't in the top 50 or so uh that we think is going to have a a great game and he's going to bust up into the top 25 ish and, and just play well above his current position uh in fantasy uh i will start with my breakout not my breakout my um Player of the weekend, and this one is, is almost like a cheat code, and that's Giannis. Again, I'm watching Giannis highlights. I, I This guy just plays basketball so well. He, uh, he is my player of the weekend. He's going against Minnesota, as you mentioned, but I think the game he's going to really break out is against Oklahoma City. Um, one of the things I found, like I said, I mentioned this on Twitter, if you follow me there, is that Oklahoma City really struggles to stop centers and just big men of the other team from rebounding. Uh, Giannis is dominating on the boards so far this year. And when you compare that with a team that struggles on the boards like Oklahoma City Thunder, I think he's going to put up easily 10 plus, but probably closer to 20, probably closer to 20 than 10 rebounds this uh, this game, as well as the points you're going to get from Giannis, you know, 30 ish points. I think it's going to be a huge, huge weekend for Giannis uh, with this Oklahoma City Thunder game being the big one for him. So he is my Player of the weekend from a fantasy's perspective, um, and really just in a real life perspective too. (laughs) I think they're going to win both of these games. Uh, That is who I picked. Giannis. It's it's like having a cheat code at life when you have Giannis on your basketball team.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. So I I want to make sure that I got it right. So you said weekend, right? Not week
0: weekend okay Who, so Friday there, Saturday Sunday who's gonna have the best game
1: what if they have two games what if they play Friday and Saturday then what game do you like build? Giannis does it's just yeah, whoever so has you, a you, whatever
0: you pick which game you think is going to be the game the game that he's going to do the best
1: okay so it's like out, so of, I out, of Saturday. All the, out of all the games they play in the weekend whatever single player scores the most points in
0: one game <laughs> I mean, it's not like that rigid, but, you know, just tell me who you think and what game, and we'll look at the results next week.
1: That's why I want to make sure I, I want to make sure I got all the details so I beat yeah. you this
0: week. Yeah. Because so, you've been beating uh, the okay, pants that's off me. Of fair. There. I have been. You've been really bad at this. <laughs> you claim you didn't understand the rules, which, you know, may or may not be true, but yes. Yeah, so who are you picking, Larry? Let's start there.
1: Okay. Well, I, okay. With that rule, I'm, I, I, I got to go with Luca. Like he's been kicking so much butt. I think he's gonna do everything he can to make sure he gets these thirty point games under his belt. Just like we discussed, he doesn't have anyone else that's good on the team, so he's gonna to have to carry this team himself. And then he still is gonna get the rebound opportunities, the assist opportunities. I think there's no reason why I shouldn't go with him to beat you. You went with okay. the second ranked player, I'm picking yeah. the first ranked player. So So this take is where that. we could get into trouble, right? <laughs> yeah. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Because you picked Luca who's averaging fifty six fantasy points a yeah. game. Um oh I cleared my screen here. Hold on. I picked Giannis who's averaging fifty-four fantasy points a game. They could both do sixty and technically I would win because I <laughs> I was higher than my average. So that's the problem when you pick players really, really high. Yeah. So maybe we'll both just be you know, if they both fall under their average, then we both just suck at this. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like Giannis having Luca on your team is like having a cheat code, especially in a fantasy perspective. He's just just putting up video game numbers.
1: Yeah. So we. So that's the thing that we went by last time is percentage. So my. So Kevin Durant yeah. he had a higher percentage yep. of improvement, and then you had Luca who had the lower percentage. So yeah, I, I should have probably rethought that. But you know, I'm I'm gonna stick with them anyways.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm I'm sticking with Giannis. Like I said it's. The, the matchup against Oklahoma City Thunder, I think, is a good matchup for him. Um, jumping back to this Oklahoma City Thunder trend that I noticed. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's players that have had their best game this fantasy year against the Oklahoma City Thunder. The guy last night, um, shoot, I can't remember his name. What on team the Magic. Was it? Oh, Magic. On the Orlando Magic. Yeah, he he had his best fantasy game by, by a big chunk. I think he scored over 40 fantasy points uh, last night. Um, I'll pull it up. I, sh- I should have had my Twitter up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But it's it's exactly what I predicted was going to happen. Did in fact happen, and that's that. Um, Carter. S- Carter yeah. for Magic. Wendell Wend- Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. Yep. So Wendell Carter Jr. had his best fantasy game of the season last night. Uh, all Third? because. Oklahoma City Thunder they struggle to control the boards and guys like Carter can bust out so Carter averages 29 points fantasy points a game he scored 49 against Oklahoma City Thunder 30 points 12 rebounds just head and shoulders better than any other game he's had this year Um and I, I called it literally 24 hours before it happened so I was super super excited that you know, I did the research, I did some, some analysis, and it came out that way. The other player on the Magic that had a, I don't think his best fantasy game was your boy, Bull Bull. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, uh, he had 32 fantasy points last night. Not his best game of the season, but when he's averaging 25, that's a significant improvement over his average. Again, going against the Oklahoma City Thunder, who has a hard time boxing out these big guys, allowing them to get these second chance points, whether they be points themselves, assists, because they're passing it out, but they're definitely getting those rebounds. Um, and that's, again, one of the reasons why Giannis jumped to the top for me. I, I think he's going to score like 70 this weekend in fantasy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I see why you picked him. I don't want to pick Luke anymore, but I'm going to stick with it anyways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my, my tweet was exactly here. Uh, looking for some extra fantasy football, po- fantasy basketball points. In all six games thus far, Oklahoma City Thunder opponents have had a player with double-digit rebounds, sometimes multiple players. Most times it's a center. But big body forwards like Luca are also cleaning the glass. So if you're in a rotisserie league and you need to get some more rebounds, look who's playing Oklahoma City Thunder. See if that big man is still available. See if you can trade for him. Or if you have him, make sure he's in your starting lineup against the Oklahoma City Thunder because he is going to do better than average on rebounds um, in a rotisserie league. And he's going to do more fantasy points in a fantasy points league. So that's my that's my tip of the week watch the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are they playing against, grab that guy grab those big guys and just profit.
1: So by any chance, did you come across any other teams that are like down and the dumps, you know, like their defenses and everything? Any any other teams besides
0: Oklahoma City Thunder? Yeah, we we talked about the Hornets last time. Uh that still seems to be true ish. Uh what I found on that is, you know, Sabonis had Uh, 31 average uh, I'm sorry 31 fantasy points this game against the Kings he averages 31.6 so he actually did less than what he normally does it seems to be if their average is 20 to 25 fantasy points they're going to have a better game but if they're already a top center in the league uh, like um, oh gosh where'd he go like Sabonis, right? He's yeah. not going to have it's not going to be nearly as impactful for him because no. he's already playing at such a good perform uh, okay. top performance. At least that's the story. But uh, I think the I think the Hornets have another game coming up tomorrow. Uh, so once once I pull all that data together, I'll post it on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter to get that data dump. Uh, but right now, centers going against the Hornets and going against the Oklahoma City Thunder are are money. So grab them, grab them if you can get them.
1: I bet the case, and I think it's just because the Thunder are just so bad at rebounding. Because, like, if you look at their points against this year, they're averaging 110 points against, which is pretty average. It's it's not like the lowest, it's not the highest. It's like right in the middle with all the NBA teams. So, I I don't. It has to be like the rebounding opportunities that these guys are getting. So they they'll rebound the ball. There's a point, and then they have another chance to score again. So there's another two points possibly. So I think that's the, what's crazy the to me thing.
0: is, is that they aren't losing the rebound match in some of these games. When you look at the stats head to so head, there's games where they have more rebounds, but it's like a group effort. Whereas just, one person on the other team is just getting all of the rebounds. And again, I think that's just because they can't box out. And you know, every now and then it doesn't matter if you box out or not because the ball is going to hit the rim and, and bounce further out where the box out is useless. Those are the kind of rebounds I think that they're getting, not in the paint rebounds. I think that's why you see these guys have such huge games uh, against the Thunder.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, good job on your research again. All right. Yeah, thanks. Ready for me to go over the, your week four. No, no,
0: we got, we, we, we got to pick our breakout player. Of oh yeah. The okay.
1: I forget about that. My breakout player.
0: I have one of those. You want to, yeah, let's hear it.
1: <laughs> okay. So, this is gonna be kind of like a a sleeper pick too. Not many people heard of this guy. Um, I think this guy is gonna break out. He's his name is Jake Laravia for Memphis Grizzlies. Um, he everyone's gonna be like, who is this guy? Um, I think he's finally gonna get some minutes. He's gonna have a, a huge game for. He's gonna have a few um, games. Basically, I'm just saying he's going to have a, a huge improvement for where he is right now. He's averaging 13 points per game right now, 9 rebounds. He's not turning the ball over. He's 83% shooting from field goal percentage, and he plays 30 minutes a game on average when he plays. So I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to take note of him. They're going to be like, hey, we need to put this guy in more often. He's very efficient. Um, he's so I want
0: to I correct some of your stats here because that, that's not correct. Uh, he's averaging 18 minutes a game. There's only one game where he played 30 minutes.
1: Okay. So I did this research today. Did he play today?
0: He did not play. He has not played since Halloween. He did not play in today's game.
1: Well, I wonder why it says the average is 30 minutes then. That doesn't make any
0: sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. Do you think you wrote something incorrectly,
1: Ronnie? No, I copied it exactly how it said on there.
0: His his the most recent game he played. Uh-oh, he played uh-oh. thirty minutes.
1: So it, I did do a seven day average. So the last that's why you're not saying okay, what I'm that's saying. That's
0: why because he's only played one game in seven games.
1: <laughs> right. So I, I but he's had such that's, that, that doesn't game. well. <laughs> I just I just feel like if if he plays, <laughs> he's gonna he's super efficient when he does play. Why so. is he
0: not playing? Why is he not playing every game? Why is he well, not That's every what day? I'm
1: saying. Yeah, like this guy, I, I found him. I just he's kind of like my sleeper pick, and I just feel like he's a guy that you need to have out there because it looks like he was really efficient, you know? So I feel like he's, he's going to have a breakout game sometime and I would keep an eye on him.
0: That's really, really weird because I would agree with you. The last game that he played, which was several days ago, uh, he played 30 minutes. He scored 13 points, had nine rebounds. He had a great game. Why the heck is he not out there? Yeah. If you're the coaching staff,
1: and you see this guy do that. I mean, how do you not? Yeah.
0: He, you know, he's their first round pick this year. So maybe that, maybe they have him on a, a little bit of a lax schedule or something. I don't know. Even more reason but to put him out there to
1: see how your first round picks do. I don't know. That is
0: a, that is a deep sleeper pick, Ron. He it is currently is. rostered on 1% of the league. Yep. Um Wow. Yeah, I just right. I saw
1: that and I was just like he's gotta have a breakout game soon because he looks really good on paper, so and less Yeah, a... he had a
0: yeah he had a breakout game and they didn't play him. It's <laughs> so weird.
1: Yep, I don't know. Just just something I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye on him. Who's yours?
0: Uh mine is a little less hidden in the weeds. <laughs> um he's actually only rostered on sixty five percent, so he's still available in a lot of leagues, but I picked Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies. Hmm. Um, what, what team was your guy on? You guys on yep, the Grizzly mine was, on too, was like Grizzlies Yep. Whoa! I like this. Whoa! <laughs> so I picked Dylan Brooks. Um, and Dylan Brooks has had some great games. He scored uh fantasy forty fantasy points against the Utah Jazz. Uh, he's also got some zeros where he didn't play, but he's back in the lineup. It looks like every day he's going against the Charlotte Hornets, who I just talked about on the last episode. Is is kind of struggling uh with guys who can get rebounds he is a big bodied guard uh slash forward so i think he's going to get in the paint and get some more rebounds than what he's been doing but i think this is going to be a good game for him so the game against Charlotte on uh november 4th which is friday i think it's going to be his breakout game um so pick him up if you can get him start him if you have him cuz i i expect big things from dylan brooks on friday
1: i see why my player didn't play he has an illness Non-COVID illness, that's why.
0: Non-COVID illness. I forgot about that. Oh, yep. boy. I
1: even jotted that down. There was something going on around on the team on Memphis Grizzlies. And, yeah, him and another player were both, Uh, they both had the illness. So, yeah, okay. so that's that's another reason why he didn't play. So that's another reason why I picked him. So, yep, I feel <laughs> much better about my pick knowing why he didn't play. <laughs> okay.
0: So there All you right. have it. So Ronnie, I' gonna have to get. I'll get it from you after the podcast on how to spell that guy's name because I cleared my screen. <laughs> um, but I, I will keep track of our picks and we'll see how they do on the next podcast. I I am in the lead, but it's been close, and I think I. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see how this weekend goes. So for
1: for this player, are we also doing the percentage of improvement for how they were last time? Because that's another another uh, reason why I picked this guy.
0: Average average points, yeah. What's his average fantasy points this Got here? it. Okay, cool. So yeah, well, so so Dylan Brooks is nineteen point eight average fantasy points. Uh, he's currently ranked one hundred and forty fourth. Yeah, your guy Jake Peralta. Is, um,
1: My average is going to be like twenty something then, right? Because
0: he only played one game. Nineteen. Well, it's still no, no, no. His average is thirteen point two.
1: Okay, good. All right, I feel really good about that pick then.
0: Because there's games where he's played 10, 20 minutes and only scored seven fantasy points. Yep,
1: as long as he plays.
0: So As long <laughs> as he plays. All right. So the-
1: I'm going to go over... You're done, right?
0: <laughs> Gosh, yes, I'm done. I just Jeez. want to make sure.
1: I don't want to take anything from you. All right, but so- first... No, i just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get you guys set up for week four. So I do... Obviously, you could tell I do a tremendous amount of research. I find these... You know, sleeper picks, these really deep picks, you know. Um, And remember, we got to follow my rules. So first got to look at our schedules. How many games is your player playing this week? We don't have to worry about that so much this week because every team has three to four games. Next week, though, is a different story, so we'll touch on that more next week. And remember to look at minutes. How many minutes does your player average each game? Workload management. Stay away from those players. Trade your workload management players for somebody that scores the same per game but doesn't sit out for back-to-back games. Just trust me, I'm not doing that. (laughs) And then I have a new one. So you know how the Olympics, they take the highest score and the lowest score and remove it from, you know, when they're looking at figure skating and stuff like that, diving? Yeah. That's what I recommend doing for some fantasy players. Remove the scores from their best game and their worst game, and then you kind of have like the the average of what they're probably going to score most of the time. And that is the case with like, um, How do you say his name? I think it's Caris Levert. I don't know how to say his name, but we, we know yeah, Levert, Levert, yeah. So he had that 41-point yeah. game. The next game against he had... Against
0: two. Who did he have against? Who was it? I don't remember.
1: Was it against the Oklahoma City Thunder?
0: It Probably. What's his name? Oh, shoot. Levert. How do you spell it?
1: L-E-V-E-R-T. Do you need the first name? Levert. C-A-R-I-S. No,
0: I, I got it here. Okay. So he is on Cleveland, and he scored 56 right. points against Boston. Whew.
1: Yeah, so 41. Yeah, those are fantasy <laughs> yeah, his, his, points. I'm just talking about like NBA yeah, yeah, points. 41 points yep. NBA points. The next game only one NBA point. But yeah, go ahead with his fantasy points.
0: Uh so his fantasy points are, are all over the place, you're absolutely right. But he played Boston again tonight and put up 15 points with 26 fantasy points. So I think that's yeah. probably more Realistic, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Is you fall in love with that that outlier, mm-hmm. um, which is what those are called, right? Where they're where they're much higher than the average or much lower than the average. Of those outliers, you fall in love with that outlier, and you hope you chase that, yeah. thinking you can get it every single time. And uh, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous game.
1: Right. So yeah, he's probably never going to score 41 points in, in a game ever again, right? And he's probably going to score more than one point. <laughs> Unless he gets entered. So it, for right. NBA points, um, he's going to average about 10 to 15 points per game. Um, he's going to still get you some fantasy points and elsewhere, though. So I just recommend. So also, doing let's that let's, for let's a talk about players. Levert again, real quick. Sure.
0: For, for people that are like, ooh, Levert, I am going to pick him up. He's playing more because Darius Garland is not playing. Yep. Because Darius Garland is hurt. So keep that in mind. Uh, I would expect his minutes to drop. When Garland gets back into full form. I
1: think I read something about Garland coming back pretty soon, too. I could be wrong, but... I
0: I hope... Oh, he actually played tonight, so there you go. Yeah. He played 42 minutes and scored uh, 51 fantasy points, 29 basketball points with 12 assists. So, there you go. How about Levert that game? uh, Levert had a good game tonight as well. Okay. So... he still played a lot of minutes. I guess they don't play the same position. Lavert is a shooting guard, where Garland is a point guard. But there's certainly some overlap, especially with, uh, oh gosh, Donovan Mitchell yeah. on the team.
1: Well, that that's good that they're just adding more offensive weapons now that they're getting healthier. So that that's cool. Cavs are they're a team to watch. They're third in the whole entire league right now, right? So man, right, right, right yep. Him. Okay, so I am doing this for category league scoring formats. Um, and then, just like I did earlier, I'm I did player ranks that are based off the last seven day average. So I'm I'm looking for like the the players that scoring the most this this week, you know. So if you're gonna if you need a point guard right now, I want you to look at DeAnthony Melton. He plays for the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Um, he's sixty five percent owned, so there's about thirty five percent he's available in leagues. So he averages about twenty seven minutes per game in the last week. 55% field goal percentage, 12.8 points per game, NBA points, not fantasy points. Four assists, so he's, if you need assists, help in the uh, assist categories, he's going to get you probably about four per game. Uh, steals is a big one, well, though. That's Two, not good. Yeah. Assists are worth 2.8 steals, yeah. though. And then he only has .8 average on turnovers this week, so he hardly turns it over. So he's really going to help out your categories... That a lot of people don't really go for. I also don't go for players that score a lot of points. I don't. I think you should stay away from points and categories because everybody goes for that. I would go for the categories that it's people the don't go for. It's the easiest one
0: to go through, right? Yeah, it's the no, easiest one I, to look at. One hundred percent agree. And yep. then
1: naturally, you're going to pick like the players like Giannis and Luca that have the most points, but maybe you're going to hurt you in other areas, you know? So like, I don't know if they're going to that. Those players are going to hurt you, but maybe in field goal percentage, you know, turnovers possibly. So that's this guy right now, Anthony Melton. He he's currently ranked 26th in categories from last week. So definitely pick him up. Oh, and there's nobody hurt on Philadelphia except for Embiid when he's been sick these last couple of days. So there's not way to rub that in. Th- <laughs> so there's no not going to be anyone coming back from injury that's going to take away his minutes. 27 minutes per game. So he looks good. My next player is oh, he also plays a shooting guard position, so you could flex him in that point guard or shooting guard. The next position I have is for a shooting guard is Josh Richardson. This is the second time I've mentioned him. Second week in a row, San Antonio Spurs. He's still only twenty-nine percent owned. He averages thirty-two minutes per game. His field goal percentage isn't great; it's forty-four percent. But his free throw percentage right now is averaging one hundred percent. He hasn't missed yet, so that's got to be a good sign. Um, he averages eleven point five points per game, four rebounds, eight assists. So this is a big one if you he needed help in the assist category too. Uh one point five steals per game, steals are always good, only one turnover. He's currently ranked 33rd in categories leagues. So last week he had an excellent week. He's again, you know, second week in a row, so pick him up please. He's gonna help you big time. He also plays in a shooting forward position, so you can flex him in that position. Um he did he was out one game with lower back tightness, so just keep an eye on that. A couple of guys are sick on that team, too, so I don't know if there's a sickness going through in this team right now for the Spurs. Keep an eye on There's a happens. sickness
0: going around everywhere, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got kids. Your kids have probably been <laughs> homesick recently, too.
1: <laughs> right, yep. It's flu season, yep. Okay, my next player, it's actually the one I mentioned earlier, Jake La- uh, Lara Villa. That's I think that's how you say his name. Memphis Grizzlies. So he, he's a shooting forward slash power forward. Both of those positions. Again, he's averaging 30 minutes per game. 83% field goal percentage, 13 points per game, nine rebounds, zero turnovers. Just, I hope Memphis puts him out there after he's done being sick. You know, let, let's give him some more points. Let's—he's currently 15th overall in the league, so that's how efficient he was. 15th in the whole league. People don't have any clue about this guy. He's only one percent owned. Jump on him if you can. Hey, hey, if he goes down to like 50th ranked or 75th fifth ranked, that's still not that <laughs> bad. <laughs> so, jump on him, get him. Um let's see, next I have for the power forward position, I chose Cam Johnson for the Phoenix Suns. Man, I I love having Suns players on here. So he's seventy four percent owned. He's he's not you know, not there's a chance you might be able to get him, but I didn't really like that pick just only for that reason. I just wanna make sure that if he's available in your league, because there's a twenty six percent chance of that available availability, make sure you get him on your team. Thirty minutes per game. 52% Fifty two percent for field goal, eighty six percent free throw. He will give you um where, where, oh yeah, he's for three points per game, he'll get you 4.7 3 pointers per game. So that's really high in the categories. Like he's he's right up there with Curry and who's the other guy that shot a lot of threes this year? He's he's right up when you when you're there, up there with Curry talk, you definitely gotta pick him up for three points categories. Twenty one point three points per game. Two steals, zero turnovers. He is currently sixth. Sixth in Categories League. So that's why I'm saying if there's a, there's a small chance he's available in your league still, pick him up, put him on your Categories League. Um, Everybody's healthy on the Suns except for Aiton, too, so don't worry about him losing minutes. All right, my fifth pick, I don't really feel good about this one. Um, Uh-oh. It's Bismack Biombo. I did feel good about him when I put him on his list, But I feel like Aiton could back any time. If Aiton is out, put Bismack in. So you really got to keep an eye on Aiton's health. But Bismack, he's currently 57th overall in categories ranks. Um, He is shooting 76% from field goal. Free throws kind of suck, 57%. But he's going to give you 8 points per game, 7.3 rebounds, 3.7 blocks. So the rebounds and blocks are really good. Only one turnover per game, too. 25 minutes per game. So when Aiton is healthy, I was thinking that Biombo would be his replacement too. Biombo doesn't play any minutes when Aiton is healthy. They have the (laughs) Phoenix Suns have Jock Landale now, and he's currently ranked one hundred and seventy third. So just Biombo is is my pick for centers, but there's not very many good centers available right now. So if you're in desperate need of, you know, for the start of the week that you need a center to replace maybe Aiton with, I would maybe Handcuff him with Bismack Biyombo, because when Aiton's out, Bismack does really good in his place. Okay, because of that pick, I did do a sixth pick, who also plays in a center and power forward position, and shooting forward position. This is a guy that you probably haven't heard of. It's Sedge Pucks. <laughs> oh, man. I practice oh his name so I can say it again. Pakuski. He's 24% owned. Um, he plays for. Oh man, I I think it was the, I I didn't red it down for some reason. I think it was for Oklahoma City Thunder. So this guy is currently ranked seventy second. He's a little below Bismack, but he he does play minutes. He he's twenty seven minutes per game, fifty percent field goal, eleven point seven points per game, six re six point three rebounds per game, two blocks, two point seven turnovers. So you can see as you gradually go down the ranks, you know, like he's 72nd, all the stats kind of, you know, get worse and worse pretty quickly, yeah, right? Yeah. So, But he's still one of the best available centers in the league. So if you have some centers that are hurt, you could replace him with this guy if you're looking for somebody more reliable than Bismack. So yeah, those are my picks. No sleeper pick. I kind of posted one on Twitter with Jalen Williams from Oklahoma City. That's why I might be mixing up uh, this new guy. Can you look him up real quick?
0: Who's that, Jalen Williams?
1: No, as Alex Sedge. <laughs> just, see if, just see what team he's he's playing for. Can you look at it up real quick?
0: Alex. Okay, it's just type that?
1: A-L-E-K and he should pop up if it automatically does it. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, I see him.
1: Okay, what team does he play for?
0: He's for Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, I was
1: right. Okay, he's, cool.
0: He's averaging 17 fantasy points a game. Um,
1: yep, so he, when you go he's down He's got, the got centers, a lot of feast
0: or Famine. Right, exactly. Are, are you talking from a categories league perspective? Yes, or categories. From a yeah. Points league perspective. So, categories,
1: okay. he's currently ranked like 72nd overall in the whole entire league. So, and then going back to Jalen Williams. So, like I just mentioned, I didn't have a sleeper pick. I did post the sleeper pick on my Twitter. Jalen Williams. Um, he was forgotten about because he had an injury at the start of the season, but now he's back from the injury, and he's one of Oklahoma City's draft picks. He's gonna get a lot of minutes, a lot of points. They're gonna plug him in real quick. So, I like him a lot. But to see all my latest fantasy basketball picks, just f- make sure you follow me on Twitter. You could look me up at JNRBasketballRonnie, or it's at JNR underscore B-Ball underscore Ron. Well, yep, those are my picks. What do you think?
0: Ronnie, I, I have a question about your Alec Polkowski. Yes. What What did you say he was
1: ranked? 72nd in the last seven
0: days. i very confused on um, your 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 numbers here, because I'm looking at his numbers. I show him ranked as 333rd. Um, but are you doing season average? I am doing season average. Yes. Okay, do
1: last seven day
0: average. Oh, that's your little cheat.
1: Right, that's how I find these players because we want to go based that's... off of we don't want the yeah. beginning stats at the beginning of the season. What did a player play, play bad? Lately? Right, I want Yeah, the, I get it. Yeah. I get it. We want we want to get the advantage over everybody. And yeah, we're gonna. Okay. Everyone that are, that's listening to me, they're gonna be like, where where did you find these players at? And <laughs> you found them from JNR basketball.
0: Okay, so I see his stats now. Um, you're definitely gonna take a hit on field goal percentage, right? 50% yeah, is him. not great. Uh but his his turnovers are high too. Oof.
1: Yeah, but going Oof. looking over at the other centers that are available available. Sure, sure, sure. He's yeah. one of the best so ones.
0: If you're wanting rebounds, it looks like he does decent on assists as well. Or I guess rebounds and blocks are really gonna be this guy's bread and butter. So if you're mm-hmm. trying to catch up there,
1: as with any center.
0: Um Right, 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 right. That makes sense. Um, okay, good to know. How are you? How are you doing in your categories league?
1: I am doing excellent uh, right now. I so I'm versing this other guy, and I have six out of the nine points, so it's six to three. So yeah. Okay. Overall in the league, oh, I'm third okay. because I guess it adds up. You know, all of your totals for the whole entire year. But right, one right, right. one guy probably faced somebody easy, so he had like eight <laughs> versus the he got eight. And then another guy got seven. I got six the first game, so
0: I I'm trying oh, to good. get
1: another six. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing really good at this one.
0: I am I am first in mine, but I I did the punting strategy where I drafted some some that I knew I was just kind of like, well, there's no way in heck I'm gonna I'm gonna do anything in field goal percentage, so mm-hmm. I don't really care about that. Um, the one that I thought I was trying to draft for was rebounds, and I'm actually like middle of the pack there which was kind of surprising but yes. assists steals and three points made I'm second uh turnovers I'm third uh overall I'm I'm first by about two points um uh, so yeah I I've been very fortunate there but it's John. it's still early in the season I don't have to I don't have to react yet I'm just sticking with my strategy uh and we'll see how that goes
1: Yeah I like that strategy Do you have any uh players for the points league that maybe you thought of that? I should like. I have a couple of players that no, I have. Like, yeah. Cam no, Johnson, I, for example, if he's available in points, he's also good in points league too. Instead of just categories.
0: No, I've been looking at sort of the the one offs if you can get them. Um, like gotcha. we mentioned before, I haven't really looked at a player. Yeah. Most most of these guys, barring an injury and and suddenly getting promoted, most of these guys are are gonna be just sort of those. Hey, this is a good matchup for them, mm-hmm. um or replacing someone that's injured, like i said it's it's tough to find somebody this this late in the season, especially you know our league it's 14 players deep. Right. Maybe if you have an eight man league you're, you're going to find those guys, but it's it's tough to do it's tough to do. Yep. I
1: am having struggles in our points league um it, it is really tough to get players that are scoring a lot of points when they're not available. you know they're just it's really hard to find those ones right. I'm looking at a guy right now. there's a guy named Marshall for New Orleans Pelicans. Um, he's, He says he averages 30 points per game, but I don't... I mean, it's the Pelicans, and then like they there's some people on injury right there, like Zion and Ingram that are coming back, so I don't know how he's going to look after they come back. I think he plays in a point the the same position that Ingram plays for, too. So, yeah, it's just so tough to find a good player in in that particular points league.
0: Yeah, I agree. And looking at Marshall's numbers, I think you're 100% right. I think his, all of his stuff is ticked up since uh brandon ingram went out on injury so yeah uh that's a rough one to get married to right, right. but short term grab him if you got him what is he he's rostered at 17 percent shoot
1: yeah here's a, here's a player i do believe in i believe in dennis smith while um that Lamelo ball is out for charlotte so dennis smith was doing excellent for me um there's Her- herder from san antonio no i'm sorry it's for uh, uh the from kings. sacramento yeah sacramento yeah. kings he looks pretty good Bulbul looks pretty
0: good. Um, yeah. Did just, you get just some, her? Did you get her in our league? No. Grabbed I don't him. think so. No. There was like five roster claims for him, and I was like, "Well, I'm not going to get this fool." Did somebody beat me to him. You can oh, see the roster claims. Yeah, you can see who else made claims.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Where do you see that at?
0: Oh, jeez. We'll, we'll we'll take that offline, Ronnie. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting.
0: All right. I think that's going to do it for us tonight, folks. We just hit the the mark the time of the night where we're ready to call it quits. Uh, Thanks for listening to us. Check out um, our games of the weekend. See if they are good games. We'll be talking about them next week. Check out our social media handles. They are available in the podcast description. Uh, We are still doing our promotion with Underdog Fantasy. Sign up with promo code JNR or use the link in the podcast description and they will match up to a $100 deposit match. Uh, So that's still going on. Uh, Ronnie, any closing words of wisdom? I want $100.
1: Yeah, sign up for that. (laughs)
0: all right that's gonna do it for us then guys we'll see you next time
1: yep thanks guys